Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now, it's Cutter's Rock Rock, Rock Cast. All right. Hit record and do this. Here Uh, we are. (laughs) Chris Daughtry, man, it's, uh, you know, for, I've been doing, you know, rock radio for a very long time, and and most people in our world have met once or twice or 3,000 times. Um, Yeah. You, I have not. So, first of all, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Oh, great to meet you as well. (laughs) In this virtual landscape. Yes. Remember when we were kids, though, like if you were to told if you told us as kids that we're going to have video calls and that'd be a real thing, we're all going to live in this virtual landscape and we're going to have work meetings that way and we're going to do performances for music that way and we're going to, you know, all of it. You'd have been like, that's crazy. And yet here we all yeah, are. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I would have expected it to look more hologram. Right. You know, <laughs> come on, this is the future <laughs> it be- on phones. Like uh, be in front of me. Like the Jetsons, right? Yeah. <laughs> the most, the more, the more recent one, um, like uh, Avengers, you know, where everybody's kind of in that pod, right? And you can see yeah, everybody. yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I think that needs to be yeah. the te- next technology thing. Google that, that or is, Apple. That is, that's got to be the next step. <laughs> How for for you to you've done you've been doing obviously a lot of virtual performances and and the, and the tour that you just got done doing um, the the yeah. live from home tour. Um, what what is that experience like for you as a musician to to do these shows virtually like this? Yeah, it took some it took some getting used to. Uh, the first few were definitely uh, probably the most awkward I've ever felt performing because um, you know there's people on the other side of the camera somewhere, right. and uh, but you don't hear anything, and it's like, do I talk now? Do I? You know, uh, and so we just, me and my guitar player, we just got comfortable and just started shooting the shit and just making it fun for us and making our own energy, uh, you know, and, and I think that translated much better to the fans and they had a much better time watching it. Um, but when you're so used to, um, you know, kind of, um, doing your show based on the reaction you get and Mm -hmm. based on uh, the energy of the crowd, then that makes the show solely um, dictated by them. And I was like, that's probably not, that's probably the opposite. We should, we should actually be creating the energy uh, ourselves and then they'll enjoy it more, which will then give you, that feeling of maybe uh, of that, you know, that that applause or that gratification that you're used to. Um, and of course, that was via the comments. We had a, a big screen that we were looking at the comments. So um, it took some getting used to, but it did become like second nature after a while. And, and it was a lot of fun doing it. Um, it. It certainly doesn't take the place of, of being on stage. No. Um, but uh yeah, it's cool that we do have the ability to do that. Um, you know, six, seven months ago, that would have sounded like the most ridiculous idea ever. Uh, but here we are, you know. <laughs> I, I do have to give my hats off to everybody in the music community. I, you know, 
being able to figure out ways to make this work um, between your your live from home tour, which was interesting because you did it in such a way where it it benefited particular venues in particular cities yeah. uh, instead of just going here's this one pre recorded thing and you can just have it or whatever. Exactly, um, and not to say that that's wrong too because. I don't think there is any right or wrong way to do it necessarily, but I, but again, the creativity it, as far as being able to figure out ways. You know, last Friday, for example, Corey Taylor does the the forum show in LA and streams that out. It was awesome just to see a full band performance on a stage at a venue that's one of my favorites in the country. Um, yeah, was just really cool. You know, I'm watching that. Did he going, ha- did he have an audience or no? Or was it all live no? It was just all it was just all stream. But like something like that, you know, if like me personally, I'm watching that and going, I should be in that balcony right there, and there's yeah, a bar yeah, yeah, over yeah. there, you know. Um, and I guarantee there's some celebrity that you don't know realizes they're yeah, yeah, sitting yeah, outside they're, that they're totally door watching. smoking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But exactly. Um, but the point is, is the creativity level as far as what everybody's been able to pull off. I think is is amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's certainly great to have those options um, because we still I mean, we have we have a proverbial schedule next, you know, uh, tentative schedule. But we have no idea. Right. What, you know, next year is going to be right now. And so uh, it's 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 a little scary because, you know, we want to we want to finish this record and get it out and, and hopefully tour in person on it. But, um, nothing's guaranteed at this point. So the fact that we do have the ability to do that, um, you know, maybe, maybe the next step would be getting the full band together and doing a full production show. And, you know, you get front row seats. Everybody has the same seat. (laughs) Very true. Now Which, with that I mean, stuff, you it's no different. It's no different than watching a football game on television versus being there. If, right. if you really think about it, you know, you actually have better seats watching it from home. So, and you don't have people spilling beer on you unless you have that that drunk uncle that that comes over and you know can't handle his liquor. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really, I mean, it, there isn't really a bad thing. Uh, about it um other than you know just missing that energy of of being there in person right and there is something to be said about that i mean that that's special of being in a crowd of like-minded people where you're there to see your favorite band whether it's daughtry whether it's metallica um yeah it doesn't matter if you're what political beliefs you have it doesn't matter the color of your skin it doesn't matter your sexuality it doesn't matter any no not now none of that should matter anyway but let's be real but in that crowd it doesn't flat out it doesn't, it doesn't matter right. man. you're it's just there the, celebrating it's the music. one thing that that unifies everyone in that room and um i think that is the beauty of of what we do and mm-hmm. and uh it transcends race religion gender all of it so um yeah that's 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 certainly what i love about going to see bands it's it's a true escape um and and hopefully we'll get back to that you Fingers know, crossed. sooner than later. Yeah, I didn't mean to turn this into some dull drums. Like, <laughs> no, oh, no, man, I, I miss I think, concerts. I, but. No, that's great. I think that's that's one of the things that that I think about when I'm on stage. Like, man, this is there's so many different people in this audience, yeah. and this is one thing that they agree on. Yeah, absolutely. So, for you to release a song, and really not just a song, but a rock song, a, a hard rock yeah. song, a hard driving yeah. rock and roll song that 
people in our radio format are gravitating to and not, you know, um, I hate to say it, but not the American Idol, Chris Idol or Chris Daughtry, yeah. but, yeah, but, yeah. but an actual rock song. I mean, that, that something like that lends itself to that live experience. So was it a little nerve wracking for you to kind of release this single knowing that you can't necessarily go out and, and tour behind it and knowing that there's more new music behind it that you want to get out, you know, all of that? Yeah, there was certainly some hesitation um, simply because, you know, it's it's one of those songs that, yeah, we can do it acoustic. It's not the same and sure. it doesn't have the same uh, in, intensity or intention behind it. Um, and, and it's very angsty. It's very... Um, it it lends itself to a live setting. And so there was that, and there was like, well, we don't know when the record's going to be done. So should we wait till we get closer to that? But, um, you know, I wrote this song back in January when Australia was on fire and there was other bullshit going on. There was no shortage of racial injustice and police brutality even then. So a lot of that made it into the lyrics and, and, and we were just kind of taking a look at what was going on even then, way before Corona, way before the George Floyd uh, and all the other stuff that's happened since. Awful stuff. Um, it just felt like, man, felt like we had a crystal ball here. Like this, this, the, this is the obvious song that we need to release like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and we couldn't be happier with the, with the reception of it. Uh, this is, the kind of record that I've been wanting to make for years. Um, uh, we certainly just ripped the bandaid off and went straight for the, the jugular on it. But um, um, we kind of, I, I, I tried to kind of get back to that on the last record. And for whatever reason that didn't, you know, happen, but um, we are, uh, we are certainly more at home than we've been in a long time, and uh, we couldn't be happier that, that the fans are loving it and um, that you guys are giving us uh, all kinds of love on it. So, uh, yeah, um, regardless of whether we were able to perform it live, we, this this just had to happen. You know, but it, it, it's funny that you said about the crystal ball aspect of the song because going through yeah. the lyrics and listening to the lyrics, boy, it really does lend itself to the world. Uh, that is going on today yeah. and now, um, and I, I mean, and again, that's that's the beauty of art, right? I mean, you can always kind of transcend that. Um, yeah. How I, I've joked around with other artists about this, um, but with what everything that's going on in the world, it seems like now is the perfect time, you know, for those political punk bands to come back out, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> um, for Bad Religion to get back to the what they yeah. did in their roots and rage and all that stuff. Um, how much of an inspiration is the world when it's like this, when there are, th- when there are things going on that you're so passionate about because everybody's so passionate about what's, every- what's going on in the world today. Yeah. Um, how much of that lends itself to the writing process for you as a lyricist? Um, well, it's weird because, um, you know, I, I always draw on whatever's happening or, or whatever I'm going through or, um, or whatever. I, I'm, I've never really been a political person. Um, I've never really, um, you know, for me, it's about what's right <laughs> and what feels right, right. and um, not about taking sides or um, or anything like that. But 
uh, yeah, it's it's hard not to feel like you have to say something right now. I mean, it's it's so it's so um, I don't know what I'm allowed to say on this program, but it's, whatever you it's want, totally, it's totally fucked. I mean, everything just feels nothing has ever felt more wrong in my entire existence than than this year. Um, the way people treat each other, the way um, uh, the the division, I've never felt more division than than this year. And, and it started beyond it started before that, obviously. Right. But um, it's it, it's hard not to feel inspired or, or angry. Um, and and that is always going to somehow, you know, make its way into the to the lyrics. It's certainly informed by what's going on around me and um, the 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 feelings that it conjures up. Um, so I, I feel like, yeah, <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot more uh, political songs, you know, from many artists uh, in the near future, if not if they're not already in the incubator, you know? Well, I think I've already um, seen it a little bit. Last week, my guest was Amy Lee from Evanescence, and, you know, their, their current single is Use My Voice, which is a song all about getting out and registering to vote. There you go. Making sure that, you know, people are in... Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. In fact, using their voice, and she did that because she felt like she needed to put her money where her mouth is. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's exactly what she told me um, about why they, you know, they, they did that song the way they did it. They've never done a political song before. So yeah. it's it's the fact that you just said that, you're right. I mean, you, you're starting to see bands that haven't gone that route. And, it's and not just bands, like, but artists you know, in all genres doing it. It, it's, it kind of reminds me of, you know, um, you know, uh, when all the, the bands back in the 60s and 70s were, you know, had all these political songs because mm -hmm. of, everything that was going on back then with Vietnam. and Well, dude, I just um, picture, you know, Richie Havens, man, freedom. Like, as soon as you watch the Woodstock movie, right? The first thing yeah, that yeah, pops up, it's freedom, you know? Um, yeah. that's That always pops back into my mind when we're talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because every artist was doing that, really. Yeah. Or and so and I guess that is that is essentially where we are right now. Um, you know, I it's hard for me to, um, like I said, it's hard for me to write about something and not it and, and it not mean something else later. It's, it, <laughs> it, it always happens. It, it, it's inevitable that, that, you know, I write about one thing and then something completely um, or way worse happens that it, that it mirrors. And so part of me is wondering if I brought on the end of the world. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's Daughtry's. So it's now, Chris Daughtry's now, fault. He's ruined everything. Now I got to write a song that says everything is good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and see what happens there. See, there's your next hot AC single right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, but yeah. Um, but anyway, back to. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. We went off on tangent. But um, excited to be back in the rock world. There you go. Exactly. You know, I, yeah. I, to that point, there are. Um, 
I hate to say it, right? But there are there are plenty of hard rock elite. Uh, and I did this on purpose. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're not metal enough. Um, yeah. And I'm a you know I'm a metal guy. I grew up on punk rock and heavy metal. That yeah, was my, yeah. that was my key. But I also learned how to play guitar from a jazz guitarist and. Yeah. Therefore, I love jazz and blues. Obviously, music is subjective, and everybody kind of likes what they like, and nobody's wrong mm-hmm. about it. Um, but you have dipped your toes in various worlds of music. You know, for from sure. Pop, I joked about Hot AC earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, which is adult contemporary for people who don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously also hard rock. I mean, you've done stuff with Slash in the past even. Um, yeah. Where do you feel most comfortable, or is it just uh, whatever you're feeling that time you're writing? Well, you know, I could, I could, I could go on for an hour on why we did certain records and why we're back to where we are now. Um, but the real, uh, the, in a nutshell, I think every artist goes through a phase of, of seeing the landscape of music change so drastically right in front of you. And you wonder, how do I keep up? How do I, how do I stay relevant? How do I uh, keep our status it, where we are right now? And the answer is you just don't. You, it, it, looking back, you just it, you either you're either chasing something or you're being authentic. And there was certainly a moment for us that I had people in my corner that were, um, you know, even on the record label side of things that were that were really. Um, you know, they really wanted that hot AC song. They really wanted that, that, uh, you know, this, we could get this to cross over. We can't do this with this song, you know, and, right. and you start to hear all of that and you start to second guess yourself. You start to question your own relevance and your own, uh, abilities as a songwriter. And I went down this, this like, you know, downward spiral of just like thinking, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do anymore. I don't, I don't know what's good anymore. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm a good songwriter anymore. You know what I mean? And, um, a lot of that was, was my own insecurities, uh, with the changes of how things were going in the music world, the lack of record sales, the lack of, and, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I do need to change it up. Like, like these guys did, or these guys aren't playing guitar either, you know? And, uh, and it got to a point where when I, when I got rid of certain people and certain, um, I, I changed things up in my business, I started realizing like, what do I want to do? Like, like fuck radio hits. Doesn't matter. Like let's, what do I want to do? And this is, who do I want to work with? Who do I want to produce the record? I don't need a, a label telling me who I should work with. And when I started doing everything on my own and really stepping outside of the outward influences of, of the business and, and what's hot at radio and everything and just really searched my own heart and where I wanted to be, this is what came out. And so the long-winded uh, answer to that <laughs> is I feel way more comfortable here than, than you know, I, I, I grew up listening to pop i love a good pop melody i think i think uh paradise city is one of the greatest pop songs of all time um you know if you really really just sing that out oh you break it down absolutely it's it's very nursery rhymey it's a pop song 
So I love a good catchy melody regardless of the genre. But at the end of the day, my biggest influences were, you know, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Tool, Live, um, Guns N' Roses, Led Zeppelin, you know. Um, so that. Oh, is, so you and I apparently had the same record collection. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to answer your question, I, this is always where I felt more comfortable. Um, and it took, uh, it took a few departures to really, um, to really see that for myself and, and to, um, you know, kind of restructure my team and, uh, and my own mindset of, of what I wanted to do as opposed to just chasing a hit or chasing, uh, a certain format to, you know, elevate record sales or to please the label or to please this guy. Um, you know, it's, it, there's some, there's some freedom in, in just doing it all yourself, you know? I imagine it feels better too, right? As an artist to, to just, I'm more proud of, than I've ever been of what uh, I've created. <laughs> I was just going to say, cause obviously Daughtry's had some hits in the past. Um, but as an and there's artist, a lot of them that I don't even play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, all right. <laughs> there's a lot of them that I just don't play because, um, I look back at it and I'm like, do I really believe in that? Not really. And, and I'm not trying to um, upset the fans that are fans of that particular song. But at the end of the day, if I was watching me, if I was in the crowd, and I've thought about this a lot over the past few years, if I was in the crowd watching me right now, what would I be most proud of? And that's how I started developing the set lists. Songs that, I'm, way to do it. that I believe that I believe in. And, and it makes me kind of um understand artists like prince or um you know uh uh springsteen who when people go and they didn't even play their biggest hit you know what i mean <laughs> i i i understand that mentality more than i ever have before um you know there's certain songs that are staples in the set that i always play but there's sure. certain ones that you would think i would play that I just kind of gloss over. You have to, that live, I mean, to go back, you know, <laughs> make this all big one sandwich, right? To go back to that live concert setting, though, I think that's a different thing. If, you know, ballads are ballads and, and yeah. pop songs are pop songs, rock songs are rock songs. But when you're developing a set, you want a certain ebb and flow to it. Yeah, exactly. And hey, if it doesn't fit, it exactly. doesn't fit, you know? Yeah, Cer certain songs just sound better on the record than, than they, you know, they don't right. translate as well live. Um, and then there's certain songs where I'm just like, I didn't want to put that song on the record. <laughs> Man, I love how honest you are. <laughs> That's so, fantastic. Yeah. But, uh, but again, you know, keeping it right here. Um, yeah. So so World on Fire obviously is out. It's doing well. Um, it's, it's doing well with the rock world, which I love because I know there are people yeah. and I'm not going to say I was one of them, but maybe I was a little skeptical when I first heard it. Um, no, I, I, and you have every right to be. Uh, but also, like, I saw you live 10 years ago, you know, and I know you were rock, dude. And I saw you live, and you could just see it, you know. Um, obviously, you were playing rock songs. It's not like you weren't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, you're a talented guy. I mean, I don't think there's any thank doubt you. about that. Thank you so much. Um, you're a hell of a singer, and obviously, you're a good songwriter. Um, so, yeah, when I, the song first got to me, and I'm like, okay, Daughtry. 
what are we going to do? You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this going to be like Ed Sheeran doing blow with, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is <laughs> this really, a, is this really, a, is this just a weird gimmicky thing or is this uh, Daughtry doing a rock record? Um, but you know what? I it's been, say, it's been welcoming. And I love that because the song has been doing well it, and people it, are welcoming it. It's certainly, um, it's indicative of where the record's headed. So it's not just a, a one-off situation. So if anyone's questioning that, that there's, there's the, the answer. So, uh, are there, so what's the plan moving forward then? Is, is there a record coming? Yeah, we got it. We we got kind of halfway through it before, um, you know, COVID hit and, uh, we did the live stream tour. So now that that's over, we're, we're trying to get the everybody's schedule so we can get back in the studio and really, uh, get back to work on this thing. Hopefully we'll have it out next year, uh, just in time for the world to open back up. <laughs> yeah. Fingers come crossed. Come on. Come on, 2021. You got to be a little kinder to us. Right? Yeah, 2020 was yeah. the bad mistake. 2021 needs yeah. to be the rebound that everybody wanted in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> I did see a meme today. It said, uh, 2020, wrong hole. <laughs> Yeah, I laughed real hard exactly. at that. Exactly, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that one. <laughs> uh, now that we got dirty. Um, well, cool, man. It, dude, it, honestly, it's awesome, a pleasure dude. meeting you. It's a pleasure talking to you. It's great to meet you, too. Hopefully to meet you in person uh, the next time. Dude, I miss I doing this stuff the, in person. the interview, man. It was great talking to you. I miss doing the stuff in person real bad. But uh, yeah, I do appreciate the Deadpool statue. That's yeah, Chad Chad Kruger gave me that on the last tour we did together. Uh, From Nickelback, really? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we were in Europe, so he had to ship this thing to my house in some huge wooden crate <laughs> that I had to get the drill out and unscrew like eighty screws to get it open. So he made me work for it. Um, oh, that's good. But yeah, that was his gift of doing the tour, I guess. I also see <laughs> Batman like what. You're uh, oh, yeah, you're I obviously you're obviously there's a nerd side to Chris Daughtry I wasn't it, completely oh, aware of. There is there is more nerd stuff than guitars in here. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, big comic nerd. But what's awesome, your favorite? Man. What's your great favorite? Talking to you. Uh, what's up? What's your Batman's favorite? Real quick. Been my favorite. What is Batman? Batman. Batman's always been my my dude. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, man. I won't take up any more of your dude. time. I apologize. But thank you seriously. No, no, so it's much. all good. I would I would keep talking if I didn't have one more after this. I figured as much. Awesome, <laughs> all good, brother. man. Good Go to, talk it. to you, man. You got it. Take, take care. Carter's Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.